Welcome to a brand new episode of Tale Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we've got some stuff. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to go through today. Um, it's a big episode, which I'm excited. And it's so big uh, that Pursuit of Plastic um, is getting its own show because it's chunky and <laughs> it ends up taking a lot of the show. And that's because we're so passionate about it. Um, you guys have been following the show for years. You know that Pursuit of Plastic has ebbed and flowed through the website, through the podcast, etc. Um and online on YouTube as well. So, I mean, there's a comic book. Yeah, Pursuit of Plastic is a lot of things to us, and it deserves its own show, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It deserves more than that. But for now, it's going to be its yes. own podcast. Uh, and, you know, it's I don't. there's not a ton of toy podcasts out there, so let's see what happens. Let's see what, let's see what happens. Um, so... Before we get into all of that, we're going to get to our geekly news, but we'll start off the show with geeking out. Chris, what are you geeking out on, man? Oh, dude, I'm playing Sea of Stars, and I'm, I'm pretty close to beating uh, it. Yeah. And it's 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 one of my favorite games of the year. Um, yeah, it's it's an absolute Damn. surprise. Yeah. Um, it's a pleasant surprise, as I've, as I've said a few times. Uh, and it's just, it's a really fun game. Uh, it's... It's light, but it has some really heavy themes and really good story. And the JRPG-ness of it is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. We backed this on Kickstarter a few years ago, and it finally came yeah. out. And you know, and it finally came through, thank God. <laughs> exactly. And if you have PS Plus Elite or whatever it is, uh, the, yeah. whatever the top tier is, you can play the game now. Uh, it was available on release date. So uh, I've been playing on the Switch, and it's great. Uh, but hey, if you got that, check it out check it out yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you play it um i i'm still on anime i i almost finished uh vinland saga season two last night but i started falling asleep on the season finale so um of course there's nothing okay. to watch after that because there's this is the newest season so it'll be a little bit of a wait i'm sure and then i gotta find another show so i'm just down this anime uh track i mean i have a show you could be watching I have to Castlevania have... Nocturne. Right, but I gotta get the Netflix, you know. I don't have the Netflix. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, because then you just need to watch one piece and then call your life over. But okay. That's all I do. <laughs> and then I don't know if we should talk about Ahsoka now or in the stuff. Yeah, let's or... talk. All right, let's talk it. Because um, for me, I'm I yeah. caught up. Oh good, 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 good. For me, uh for somebody who's been getting spoilers. really bitter. Spoilers. Yes, yeah, spoilers, 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 spoilers. A lot of them. Um I've been getting really bitter about Disney Star Wars. I, I know there's okay. a lot of there's some good stuff out there, uh, but it's it it's failed to deliver on an overall scale. So I I absolutely loved Ahsoka. It it like checked every box for me. I I can forgive a lot of small things that I might be able to nitpick, but overall it was just a great show. And it was just like as I said, um, as I've been quoted, Ahsoka saved my fandom. <laughs> So I loved it. I loved the season finale, especially. I just I haven't felt like that about a Star Wars show, the way they leave you like that. Not even with the Mandalorian, actually. So uh, all the feels Star Wars is uh, is OK in my book again. OK. <laughs> all right. That's uh, I I did not like the ending of Ugh, Ahsoka. Yeah, I just, it's um, <laughs> you know, I. I it, the problem with me right now is 
the things that they leave unanswered and we still don't know what she did for 19 years and then the additional five Mm -hmm. that happened between six and mando and i think we're now we're like seven years past that return of the jedi and i just like that to me is kind of like the balin thing is kind of like you've never once talked about going off and now all of a sudden there's a line about like i gotta go it's my destiny i'm like what like there's a lot of sloppy writing well i don't really agree with that because i feel like when he got to the planet he really realized it right that's what the pull was. He didn't feel it until he was in the other galaxy. It's Star Wars. So that's kind of my thing is like, it had, it, Filoni knows how to deliver that Lucasfilm feeling. All right. And this is really it. And Star Wars is not that intelligent to me to begin with. We love Star Wars because we grew up with it. We are Star Wars children. To me, it's like there are certain things that have to come from it. And that's why it was, I think Ahsoka delivered it perfectly. I understand what you're saying. But I think that from what Filoni has set up in the past and to like, could they go back and do a story about her? Yeah, they could totally cast somebody else who's younger. You know, it's these are all possibilities of what Disney could do with the character of Ahsoka, even if they're moving forward with this show. And I like the fact that they're in another galaxy. This is something that opens up the Star Wars universe even more. I know it's like, oh, yeah, at the end we have there's like the the father is the statue right so it's like mm-hmm. like where are they is this the beginning is this where they they ended up during the clone wars during those episodes but it's it felt really big to me and just getting out of that wheelhouse of yeah sure thrawn went back to the normal galaxy and they're gonna have to deal with that in a normal star wars fashion but here they're on a they're in a whole new galaxy which has never really been touched upon um in past you know in as much in the past i was in the eu so that's that's pretty exciting for me to just be able to be like hey this is all new territory and if they don't go back you just start telling stories in that galaxy or whatever you know there's it opens up a lot of stuff it's a it's a good show i definitely enjoyed it it's definitely my favorite other than andor um but i have some things yeah, anyway. no, no, exactly. And I can say the same thing about Andor, which is funny about what is the idea of Star Wars, right? It's kind of interesting. And I like Andor a lot. You, hey. you had you had me. And then you I get lost. it. Anyways, please. Um, no, no, no. What have you been geeking out? Uh, sex Education is the last season. I love this show so much. Um, I'm almost done with that. Um, I put Frozen, like my daughter and I went and saw Frozen the Musical. Yeah, that was um, it looked cute. <laughs> it was magical. That's it great. was good. But, you know, I, it was her first Broadway show, which I thought was pretty cool. And I like Broadway shows. And as far as Disney Broadway shows, this was not great compared to <laughs> like Aladdin and, and the Lion, Lion King. King yeah, they're on yeah. like another level. So like this was like, oh, this is I'm glad she's four and is enjoying this <laughs> target audience target audience anywho (laughs) um some sad news of course unfortunately has come about as well we lost two uh you know definitely character actors we got david uh, mccallum star of ncis the man from uncle um he passed away at the age of 90 
And then Michael Gambon, who is in uh, a lot of Harry Potter movies, is Dumbledore, but just a good character actor in general. I remember him Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. He also passed away. So kind of moment of silence for, for those two actors who uh, we lost. Yeah, I really like that Dumbledore. I liked his interpretation, you know? Like, Dumbledore became a badass when he came in. It was kind of cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was because the first actor, I forgot what his name was, passed, and then he took over the role, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. All right, so let's go over to Marvel News. First thing is Sean Levy says that the MCU sequel will pay respect to the Fox Marvel history. That Okay, you know, I, I get it. I get that. That makes sense. They're this is the transition film. This is a Fox it, movie that's, you know, only not a Fox movie because Disney bought it. It's still 20th century, which is owned by Disney. Exactly. It's all. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, thanks. Th- thanks, Sean Levy, for the um, not news. But yeah, this is all right. I expect. And this is what I've been saying is like, I think it's going to be a grand tour through uh through all of those characters and it's i i think it's gonna be a lot of fun so i can't wait there you go um this is interesting we're getting marvel's future avengers which is an anime series which is coming to marvel hq uh which is their youtube page so this is actually the first time i even heard of a marvel hq youtube page um as well did you even know about this i didn't so this will be good to corrupt my daughter on the (laughs) animated stuff um in short bursts because she's obsessed with youtube <laughs> got it all it's got it all what do you think of this you know you and i usually like the animated stuff from both sides of the pond actually yeah it's funny i don't really recall if i liked those anime that they did for marvel uh no it was like we did i don't remember i don't think we liked those um but it's the one thing that dc has had the the advantage on uh, with Marvel is this the animated world, but if they can hit a target audience, um, because back in the nineties, Marvel had the greatest cartoons ever. Uh, yeah. So there's, there's no reason why there shouldn't be more content on TV. Like well, I just I mean, and animated and all this stuff besides the writer strike. I yeah. just feel like <laughs> sometimes they, I, I'm wondering why it's taken so long to go into the anime realm, like with visions and all this other stuff. Anime has been huge for decades. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a no brainer to me and I'm excited to watch it. So there's so much anime on the way for everything. It's crazy. I did just want to add an amendum. Marvel had the best shows other than D uh, Batman. Batman. The <laughs> you are correct, sir. I just didn't you want someone correct. to listen and be like, you sons of bitches. You are correct, sir. Um, Lastly, Marvel is ready to meet with writers now. Now the strike is over to pitch X-Men ideas. It makes sense. They got to fast track this, right? Like they're now like six months behind and they don't even have an actor, but they can at least get to writing. Yeah. Get to the writing, maybe reshape some things. I I don't know. I Um, hope hope this has actually been a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Like, take a back seat and think about it for for six months or whatever it was um i don't know whatever let's let's see what happens yeah that's it 
Um, so let's get over to the comics. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Returns. This should this should be great. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm all about this. That's one of the the best series I've ever read in my entire life. Um, and it's gonna be Hickman on Spider-Man, uh, bringing along Marco uh Chichetto on art um yeah this is kind of wild right like i don't think hickman's ever written spider-man i don't recall you are probably no. correct on that one but here's the crazy thing is like he's also been doing the the new intro to the ultimate universe yeah yeah and more so i it's kind of crazy that well we're gonna get now two miles morales <laughs> so. yeah um, yeah, yeah, right. Two Peters from two different universes. Oh, yeah. you mean Spider-Verse? Oh, okay. Never mind. It all right. makes sense now. This um, is a different one. Hey, on the other hand, I always loved the Ultimate Universe because it allowed for different storytelling. Outside hey, of the continuity. It. Yeah, right? So it's like, oh, let's not get hung up in continuity. Right. Let's, Mark let's Millar. He did some wild shit over there. Yes. So. Yeah, um, that's exciting. That's that's coming out. And let's go over to DC News. James Gunn confirms that Peacemaker, Vigilante, Blue Beetle, and Amanda Waller actors will be returning to his new DCU. What do you think? That's good. I mean, they yeah. they've they've stated that it won't be the same, right? It, it'll be yeah. a different telling or whatever, or a light backstory that they could referred to from the previous shows and movies so um all of this makes sense to me peacemaker vigilante blue beetle i i, I just watched that movie and i loved it i had a really great time watching it and of course You're geeking with, out on that too yeah exactly i forgot to write that down so much stuff and what are you gonna uh who plays waller i forgot what her name is it's uh viola davis viola davis thank you yeah how you can give that up yeah, you know what I mean? no, I mean, she's perfect. Yeah, you don't lose an Oscar winning actress who no. wants to play the role. <laughs> so I'm very excited for all of this. Um, and what it starts next year with Creature Commandos. Yep. Yep. So it's coming. Uh, what's ending, though, is Doom Patrol. We got our final trailer. Uh, the final episodes are coming out uh, next week from the time of this recording. So, yeah, uh, you're caught up, right? No, I'm not. No, I'm like okay. I'm like a season and a half behind. Okay. I we started. What are we on four? We started three. We got into yeah. it probably like a quarter of it, and then we stopped watching it. So I still yeah. have to finish Titan still too. Me too. Um, and now that you say that, yes, I need to finish Titans. Uh, I also need to get to Brisbane, Australia, and go through the deceased maze. <laughs> Things I learned today, uh, there's a WB movie world in Australia and I think one other location. It's like all DC stuff, or sorry, all Warner Brothers. So it's a whole theme park and they're doing their own kind of like Halloween Horror Nights type of thing with uh, the deceased characters. Um, you know, all of the Justice League and whatnot turn into zombies. I would love this. Yeah, that trailer is insane, and we'll leave a link yeah. to it because it's just it's it's like Hollywood level. 
So yeah, as it should yeah. be. I mean, it's Hollywood Horror Nights, but um, and this is only in Australia. It's in. I think there was one other country that's not in America that this place exists. And then there's like a kids version that's the the younger WB properties like um, Bugs Bunny and Scooby Doo and all this stuff. So I was like looking at the theme parks too. Like holy crap! Like this is crazy. <laughs> so cool. We're going to go over to Star Wars news. First thing is Revelations. Uh, this will be a new comic book. And this is kind of... You can tell me a little bit more about this. I can. Uh, it's like a... It's usually like a teaser. Like a teaser. They did this before. Yeah, so this is, I, I think this, this is like a, the second time they've done it. Um, yeah. And it's usually like maybe like a cameo in there or a first appearance or whatever the heck they want to do to make it special instead of just some... Oh, hey, this is a book you're going to spend probably eight bucks on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I'm so behind in Star Wars comics. It's not even funny anymore. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's happening, yet, but it's coming out soon. And I pre-order <laughs> because I buy these things. comes out December 20th. So there you go. take a look at that. Uh, also in Star Wars news, they did say, uh, courtesy, I guess, of Cameron Moynihan, confirms that the Star Wars Jedi game is in development with Respawn. So, spoiler alert, he didn't die at the end of the last one, and they're going to oh. keep making them because they keep Come making on. money. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. <laughs> I haven't either, but it gives me... <laughs> I'm glad that there's another one. You know? Yeah. Yeah, why, would you give it, why would you give it up? Just keep making them. How many Dark Forces games were there for changed in, changed names? Three. Dark Forces three is, I believe, Jedi Knight is Dark Forces three. So, anyway, uh, finally, in games that may exist, uh, Quantic Dream assures us <laughs> that Star Wars Eclipse uh, does still exist, and it's set in the High Republic era where anyone can die in the Star Wars game. Thanks for the news. Quantum is that even new? Like, dream? yeah, you could die in a lot of games. What is that even supposed to mean? Or is it, it means just like you play and then if you die, you're like literally just like you're done. You're just dead. Yeah. Just no characters are safe. Fire game over. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. so a souls like. I don't know. But I hope it comes out someday. <laughs> All right. Let's move over to Earth. I don't know. Star Trek. <laughs> Starbase. Right. Starbase. Uh, Patrick Stewart is trying to push for a final movie to kind of cap everything off, but didn't Picard cap everything off? Sure did. Um, but he wants even more stories for last, last hurrah. Yeah. I think he wants to do it on the, on the big screen. Right. So it's like, it's fair. And you know what, man, Picard season three was so great. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) If you can bring that magic to the big screen and do something even bigger, bring it on, bring it on. I mean, here's the thing. If he wants to do it, you'll find the money to do it. I mean, he ain't getting any younger. So I I would be down for them to do, and like he said, expand from the Picard world. Like, don't do another Next Generation movie necessarily, but, you know, go a little bit deeper into that world and that bit of expanded universe yeah absolutely agree absolutely be there opening night so that's it 
All right, so let's go over to CrowdSorcery, where we're going to leave the links into all these uh, crazy things that are getting funded and close to funding. Um, and we're going to start off with Cyberzoic, uh, which is similar to the Cryptozoic. It's the same people, right? It but is. The Cyberzoic basically just kind of copied what they did for Dino Riders. <laughs> Hell yeah, they did. I don't. Can they say Dino Riders in this? I'm gonna. No, they can't. Well, anyway, if you've been looking for Dino Riders figures for as long as I have, which is like 40 years, and now you see these, it is very hard not to be dropping at least $500 to get all of these. I want them so much. And a and a crazy looking dragon, not to mention. Um, <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, what's next? I mean, we got an Allosaurus in there as one of the main ones. That's yeah. That's enough for me to be like, yeah, I think I do need to spend about 120 bucks on this. Um, what I love about it, the metal, like whatever the cybernetic stuff that goes onto the dinosaur is also a, a figure itself sometimes, like a, like an attack dog one. And then it goes on the dinosaurs, its armor. It's a very intelligently made toy line that I wish I had unlimited funds to buy. <laughs> what do you get? Yeah. Brontosaur, uh, I'm sorry, Brontosaurus is not a real thing anymore, but whatever. Giant, four-legged <laughs> Sauron, Saurian type creature, like what? What's this that is like a possibly? Griffin thing. I know, like from Hippogriff from Harry Potter, freaking turned into this. Man, I just this is an insane line. Yeah, yeah, it's it's everything we've always wished for. <sighs> All right, uh, Ghost fully Space. funded, <laughs> fully funded. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. It's I mean yeah, I mean it's bonkers. It asked for 205. We're at 224. We got 26 days ago. Also fully funded with 24 days ago is the Ghostface game. This is coming over from our friends over at Fright Rags. Uh, this is another board game from them. I, I don't know how this works because like Ghostface is part of Scream, but this isn't like a Scream game. It's just Ghostface doing Ghostface stuff. And there's different, different masks and all this whole stuff so anyway it looks pretty good um like you said it's already uh funded it asked for 17 it's at 41 and they're unlocking just stretch goals left and right so this looks really cool so there's this many different ghost faces i guess and i want like are these from that tv show nine like, ghost they have different pieces the from the mtv show yeah um i didn't get to watch that one I watched the first season. I think it was just, it was still Ghostface. Yeah. These are just like, these are wild. Well, this is cool. Like, Stop the Killers introducing a brand new line of solitaire style horror movie themed card games called Hex Decks. Huh. We're kicking off the, le the decks with this. So, again, you and I talk about like that single player experience. You know, like, this is something that we can try. And, um, Still enjoy it without friends. <laughs> yeah, who needs friends? <laughs> who needs those? So, uh, yeah, we'll leave the link in, as I said. Tough Stuff 2, uh, the toughening, it is going for 2,000 gold. It's at 1,000. This is my buddy Kevin Delgado out of Buffalo, another one of those Buffalo creators. The first one came out through Source Point, and I don't know if this one is, but... Okay. Anyway, uh, the first one is funny. It's his own like little homage to 
Rob Liefeld in like the 90s heavy action, uh, you know, comics of that time. That's really funny. The toughening. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, Kev's got that. And then finally, our good friend. <laughs> friend of the show. Uh, Sh- Sh- friend of the show. Sean Gordon Murphy, Zorro, Man of the Dead, graphic novel. Asked for 40000 which I remember I, I messaged you being like, oh, that's not going to make it. And then like 10 minutes later, it was already at like forty six. It is now 166000 and I will never doubt the power of Sean Gordon Murphy. Um, this is also the, I believe, the first project, yeah, to be crowdfunded through massive publishing. Um, so they just started last year and they're already just gaining steam left and right this is another one they also did his plot holes okay um which was that was crowdfunded through indiegogo now that i think about it remember so Sean, sean gordon murphy has crowdfunded other things himself so and I didn't think about that until just now, but his anyways, sketch, his own sketchbook. That's yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but you're talking just comics, yeah. When you started talking, like I didn't look into it at first, and then this just the stuff that's available for this is just insane. It's an insane like, and it's not expensive by by these. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like these standards, it's really not. No, I mean. And we'll talk about that, what TFAW is doing with those those Ninja Turtle ones. Here you have the same concept where it's, you know, four, four or five issues and it's 50 bucks for connecting covers. And it's all Sean Gordon Murphy. So that's the tier yeah. I picked. I wanted it. I was like, do I want this hardcover? No, no, I I do both. But I'd rather have the comics, um, especially the this. They're going to be what Kickstarter exclusive anyways. That That's right? the. And that's where I'm at, too, is I do want the book, but the book will go out through major retailers. Yeah. These are exclusive to the Kickstarter. So that's that's it. To me, it, it just makes sense to get that tier. And that's like that. Too, it's like, I get that. Right. And and because all you know, of the guests graded too, artists. you know, that's that? the crazy thing is the, that's the other thing. The other the side guest of artists. Is, as soon as I saw Walter Simonson yeah. and Joe, Joe Casada. Yeah. Joe Casada, that's like, I would kind of probably shoot myself if I didn't buy that Joe Casada because it's beautiful. Um, but a lot of the great Walt Simonson, uh, Dan Panosian, I always mess up, Humberto <laughs> Ramos, Amanda Connor. I mean, it's a fantastic comic. I love Zorro as a character. So exactly, I'm really looking forward to see what he does with it. Yep, not Batman, Zorro. Sorry. Um, all right, <laughs> we're gonna go to a. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. (laughs) 
from the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We're back after those luscious commercials, and we're going to go into comic books and book books. Uh, Alex Segura is going on to Dick Tracy for Mad Cave. Um, just kind of continuing with like the Zorro thing, you know, these old characters coming in here. I thought Dick Tracy was a Warner Brothers character, but I also don't know if he's also public domain. You know, he's old. So, yeah. Um, but I like the character and I would like to see an updated version of it. So, I do want to actually check this out. And I like Mad Cave's books um, typically, anyway. Yeah, I've never heard of Mad Cave. This looks really interesting. And I'm, like you said about the Zoro thing, it's just, it's kind of nice in this superhero fatigue to go back and kind of be able to read some newer stories about. Some classic characters. You don't know Mad Cave? I don't. I haven't talked to you about them? Oh, shit. Maybe. Maybe, but I just, not off the top of my head, no. So Nottingham is one of their big ones, and, like, a, it's in that time period and, like, that kind of sorcery thing. But there's this one, I'm trying to find the, oh, Wolvenheart, about, like, this vampire time traveler. <laughs> Oh, it sounds like, right up my alley. Yeah, it's actually really good. So they had like a, um, they always do a talent search every year, and you have to write one of their comics, in oh. the issue. And I did that one, like twenty. I think it was in twenty twenty. I did it. What? Yeah. So I so I did research. I was like, I don't know this company. I just saw that thing, and then I started looking at their other books, and they're like pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, I'll check them out. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, well, Mad Cave. Now, if you guys don't know, check out Mad Cave. And, now you know. and then TMNT Last Ronin 2 <laughs> Re-Evolution. <laughs> Specifically, so we talked about that this is coming out, but yeah. uh, TFAW, and we'll leave the link in for this one, um, is doing a series one through five connecting comic book set for 80 bucks. Um, this is by John Boy Myers. It's only available through TFAW. The first one on here is issue number one. The other one, mm-hmm. if you order it, it's one through order, five. You order but one through five, you get a set of covers, right? Correct. Correct. So you'll get all five covers if, as okay. long as you pre order all five. Um, yeah. And you get a bunch better. I think it's basically buy, buy four, get one free. So if they're 20 bucks a piece, if they're $20 uh, a piece. Yeah. yeah. So I did that because why not? This is oh my gosh, it's beautiful looking. Yeah, yeah. So really good stuff. Like you said, we'll leave the link in um, for that one so you guys can check it out. 
so over into our new category and anime manga, we have Blue Eye Samurai. So Netflix showed us a bunch of stuff, and we'll through the next half of the show, we'll kind of be touching a lot. And they specifically were showing off anime and animated series. So Blue-Eyed Samurai from the writer of Logan and Blade Runner 2049. This is coming out November 3rd. It looked beautiful. Um, it looked like an actual like samurai story. And I'm excited, man. I thought it looks cool. Yeah, this was a great trailer. Let's leave it in there You know, if people want to watch it. This is exactly why I'm going to end up turning Netflix back on sooner than later. There's a lot of good animated stuff man so yeah blue eye samurai we have reborn as a vending machine season two has been announced what is this this is this is a show this is on crunchyroll i I am i'm tempted every time i see it uh, when i see the little picture of it to watch it um and i probably will i because i just am really intrigued about what the hell it is and it's a fantasy fantasy anime series with the character is a vending machine. Hey, I you know these kind of like slice of life comics and and stories like that. It, I'm down after dying in a traffic accident. I find myself standing near an unfamiliar lake. Okay, <laughs> I'm an actual vending machine. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is wild, and um, that sounds funny. Um, <laughs> the One Piece manga collection um, started off. There's an Amazon deal that will let you kind of dive into uh, the set of books for pretty good discount. Pretty, pretty big discount. 104 volumes and counting. So it's not even complete yet. No, no, he's still right. Then why buy it now? That's my thought. Like, I get it. Like, yes, but you know, he's got to finish it. So I might as well just wait at that point. Um, but speaking of One Piece, the Luffy balloon will make its premiere at the Macy's Day Parade, uh, New York's Times Square, and that's awesome. It is right. It's just like yeah. pop culture at its finest. It's really interesting that they that it that they're just like, all right, this is so popular, we're gonna do it now. And we've seen well, they that did before. Goku a few right. years ago, right? Uh, or maybe last same year, company, right? So. Yeah. All right, so let's jump over to TV streaming news. We have our trailer for Fall of the House of Usher. This is the new Mike Flanagan series based off the Edgar Allan Poe of the same name. And I am in, as I am in for everything that man does. It's been rated like perfect by many different sources. Uh, And people are just super impressed by this. And it's I'm going to watch it during my Halloween month. So I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I remember him talking about it on a podcast and saying, like, this was his dream project. So I'm very, very excited to see this. Devil May Cry is getting an anime on Netflix. Again, this is part of, like, that whole slate of stuff. It's Adi Shankar, of course. (laughs) He's pretty much the producer of everything animated for Netflix (laughs) or anime related, you know. Whatever may, whatever may it is. Yeah, man. I, I will be down. I, I have a feeling that it will be a wild ass anime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait for that one, honestly. Yes. So anything like 
to the level of Castlevania, it's like, come on. Um, speaking of levels of awesome animation, we did finally get a look at Motu Revolution. Um, what's about to happen with that? And what did you think of like the clip? It was fun. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to come back. I thought it was this year, but it's February now, I guess. So, yeah. Whatever. I feel like man. This has been a long <laughs> gap in time for this. I just feel like it's it's probably not good for uh, Motu that it <laughs> that the one show got canceled. This is kind of like and pushed. Yeah. So yeah, this got pushed. The live action got canceled. Well, we'll see what happens at the end of this. So <laughs> I. I actually thought this thing got canceled after the first season. I was shocked that we even. Got oh, yeah. Of because the fans do like it, but the fans also think it's too progressive, and that's life now. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, see. We'll see. The enlightened bunch. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Adi Shankar. <laughs> Castlevania Nocturne has been renewed for season two already. I heard it's awesome. Yeah, that's a fast renewal. That's it great. must be awesome then. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's exciting to me. Um, because the thing with that, you know, we talked about it was it was a worry that they weren't going to be able to be that great because Grant Morrison wasn't on it anymore. Um, not Grant, so, Grant Morrison. Uh, Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis, Warren Ellis. So, yeah. Um, but sounds like it's up there. 9 out of 10, 10s out of 10s. So, we have Tomb Raider. Um, this one, I don't know the writer, but I listened to her podcast. Um, the Act 2 podcast It's like a screenwriter's podcast. And this girl, Tasha Hugh, has been talking about her writing, and then she talked about how she got Tomb Raider and had been talking about that. <laughs> so awesome. it's great to finally, like, you know, see the trailer for the thing that she's been talking about on the podcast. And it's Haley Atwell's doing the voice of Lara Croft. It's like more kind of like the new Lara Croft. Um, it looks pretty badass. I like that character. I like those video games. I will watch the show. Yeah. What do we have a? anniversary coming up or something we got the remaster it's this year this right so all right yeah some good stuff coming from the tomb raider universe it is it is um adi shankar is back captain (laughs) again the captain laser (laughs) hawk did you watch this trailer oh i watched this trailer (laughs) hey this guy wants to just keep adapting video games into fucking sweet ass animes if that's his life now, like, thank God, because we are getting some awesome stuff. <laughs> I mean, the concept behind the, the game, it's so wild. And when you're watching it and then like they're mixing in the different games, which yeah. is even which is even more fun. Um, yeah. I, I Another reason I have to turn Netflix back. on. Yeah. I mean, there's Battletoads in it. Ray yeah. from uh, Rayman. I mean, Rayman. Like what? Like, what is happening? A shared universe is happening. (laughs) That's, hey, man, like, that's it. Like, that's awesome. So, yeah, those two, uh, sorry, everything that we just said, obviously, we want to watch. And then finally, 
I don't know if I'll watch this show, but it's a kind of cool little concept. We, we kind of talked about it before, but we got the trailer finally. So 007, Road to a Million. Um, this is that reality show um, where they're trying to experience things that James Bond might go through, possibly. Like, you know, walking on a, a moving vehicle and car chases stuff. <laughs> yes. I mean, it sounds... A lot more fun than most reality TV to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For, to that point, absolutely. Will I watch the first episode? Yes, I will. I'll check it out and see what it's like. So speaking of James Bond, let's go over to movie news. The name that is swirling around is Nolan to direct two James Bond movies as his Ooh. next project. What do you think of that? I'm in. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. I am. He would be an amazing choice for the director. I would want him to write and direct it, though. Yes, that too, right? You know what I mean? Like, let's see Christopher, like he did with Batman. Like, and I don't, you know, I'm not even a big fan of that, but the man knows how to shoot. And I'll never, like, not credit where credit's due. Like, his movies always look effing brilliant. I'm just saying I hate Dark Knight Returns. You know, I don't like it. And I don't know. No, I know. Yeah. A Dark Knight Rises. You love the Dark Knight Returns, my friend. Yeah, sorry. Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> yeah. No, I no. gotta be that guy. Uh, no, yeah, but fair. if it wasn't Batman, those movies would be awesome. Besides the third one, even I'm sorry, the third one might be even great if it wasn't Batman. Um, honestly, <laughs> yeah, so. maybe it'd be a better movie, right? Um, but you're right. Christopher Nolan is one of the greatest directors of our time. The way he shoots, the movies he Absolutely. picks to do, um, you know, I, you can't deny it. And he does various genres very well. Uh, so I would love to see him take on something like this because it would give us a different spin, perhaps. Yep. So I hope the rumors are true in this case. Yes. Um, the Saw producers say there will be more Saw films. Saw X just made a buttload of money because, again, they make these movies for four to ten million dollars. I think it made like seventy-seven and maybe two hundred worldwide. I mean, game over. Like, churn them and burn them. <laughs> uh, Jason Blum says that Spawn is on track for a twenty twenty-five release. Chris, do you believe it? I want to believe. I I want to believe it. I feel like um, we've been hearing this for every year for ten years. Well, here's the here's the trick. A new person just comes out and says it the next time, right? So now it's another Blum producer saying it. comes in. Yeah, yeah. Right. Next will be Jamie Fox. So they're gonna do the cycle for a couple yeah. more years, um, and then he's gonna crowdfund it, and then he's gonna run away to Mars with our money. So. <laughs> What are the rumors that Robert Downey Jr. will be playing <laughs> Elsa? Where did that come from? <laughs> did, you, did you see that? Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, you said it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone online did like a mashup <laughs> of Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder as Elsa is from. It's an action figure. Oh my gosh! Yes. Which so is even the better part of it. So funny. <laughs> Perfectly like printed <laughs> head of, of, yeah. of that character from Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And that a movie that probably wouldn't exist these days, which is is kind of no. wild. It's like no. 
It's not even that long ago. It, I love that movie, no, but it is. It's, super funny. Super <laughs> it's so bad. Um, on PC. No. Yes, very on PC. But yes, um, um, it's going to happen. I heard that. That's I heard it on one of those sites out there. Don't yeah, Owl, yeah. I think it was. I think so too. Um, in <laughs> another Blum news, the next Blumhouse uh, James Wan collab is night swim did you watch this trailer i didn't i i need to. so this is for you like it's about a creature that's in the water that's attacking people oh that's, it's a mo- that's... and it's a monster oh yeah so i was like i was hoping you were gonna watch this one but oh. i i had the link anyway it's it's a good trailer watch it after right. we the show this i will uh i love yeah love those guys uh also this is more like a teaser but the Toxic Avenger trailer. Did you watch this? Yeah. And? Give me a trailer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I think it's going to be ridiculously stupid. I mean, it's it's amazing that this is happening in a way. Yeah. And I, I just want to see. I want to see Peter Dinklage in full form, too. Like, yeah, that's it. We will. We will see how this goes. <laughs> Where's it coming to? Is it going to theaters? I think so. So it wow. premiered at Fantastic Fest. And so the the point of the festivals typically are they'll show the movie to audiences and studio execs are there to buy the movies for right. distribution. So, you know, Sony or whatever. So it it did very well at that screening. Um, so I'm assuming we'll get an announcement to, you know, someone who snatched them up to put it cool. out. But it looks yeah, like a games. trauma movie. It like didn't look right. like that was my big thing. I was like, holy shit, like this is trauma. Like they're not even like making this to be a slick update. <laughs> no. And the names that they got for it are, you know, there's some big actors in that movie. Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty intriguing. And I that's why I want to see more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have this on here, but I am going to write it because it's part of what I was geeking out on, but it's also new. It just came out. So there's this thing called RoboDoc. It's a four-part making of uh, RoboCop. It's on Smashbox. I watched three of the four. Uh, they split it up. Actually, it's a five-hour documentary, so they split it up, and I watched three of the four episodes. What is um, Smashbox? It is another uh, one of those horror uh, subscription services. Or not Smashbox. um, Is it Slashbox? God damn it. I can't remember what it's called now. Screenbox, maybe? Anyway. Subscription one. Screenbox, Screenbox, Screenbox. So, yeah, it's $7. There's a bunch of... There's a bunch of stuff on there. If you have Roku, you can get a free trial to screen box so um a lot of the movies are like on all the other things but there's some like this there's some different there's a couple different things that are kind of cool you said this is almost five hours yeah so these documentary documentarians um they're called dead mouse productions and they did a five-hour Hellraiser one called Leviathan, which is crazy. They did a Nightmare on Elm Street one. They've done a Freddy one. Uh, so there's this RoboCop one now. There's an It one. And I can't remember. They're working on a bunch more. Uh, Police Academy they're working on. Oh, so it's not just horror? 
No, that's the first one that's not horror, I think. But like, well, I mean, it's Golden all. It's not technically horror, but yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> so anyway, it's 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 out there and is a really good documentary. All right. We got our new Matthew Vaughn movie, Argyle. Uh, we got the trailer for that. This looked freaking fantastic. <laughs> Super great idea. I love that Stranger Than Fiction thing where the writer is creating the world at the same. Like, I love when they do that concept and things. So yeah. James Bond and Henry Cavill's in it. And I mean, it just looks fun. Just looks like a fun freaking movie. Yeah, that trailer is a real surprise because um, I I didn't even know this movie existed. I think maybe we've talked about its production at some point, maybe. but kind of just out of left field for and being Matthew Vaughn fans, too. It's like, hmm. yeah, it's great. Speaking of out of left field. So this movie, this trailer, Silent Night. It first kind of looks kind of generic and then all of a sudden the john wooness comes out towards the second half of the trailer and then i'm like well shit <laughs> this kind of looks bonkers it absolutely looks bonkers yeah um i mean <laughs> they sure do tell you that john woo is great and all throughout the trailer <laughs> It's like the return of the greatest action director ever. And he is um, not to make yeah. light of it, but it's yeah, it's funny because where is John Woo been? It's been a long time. And I like I, I like Joel Kinnaman and I love revenge movies. So I think yeah. that this movie will be a lot of fun and badass to watch. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's just. Yeah, <laughs> badass. Just like you said, uh, leave the world behind trailer. I'm sorry. I didn't get to watch this one. All oh, I okay. know is in the trance, someone wrote in the comments, putting Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon in a movie was a bold move. <laughs> this movie looks look really at interesting. Look scummy versions of the, both of them. Yes. It's the same person. Exactly. That's the <laughs> trick behind it. That's uh, the mystery of the movie, actually. Um, are they the same person? It's a this is the really, alien, right? It's like the end of the world thing. But it's it's weird looking. It looks like a lot of fun. So watch it. We'll leave the true. We'll leave the link in here. So. Okay. Uh, finally, my dad told me about this trailer. I didn't even know this existed. This is the Beekeeper with Jason Statham. What? Uh, you know, David Ayer directs it. Who? No, and David sure. Ayer, you know, listen, badass. man, he is a badass. He's not Joe Carnahan. But no. he makes some badass movies. And um, Jeremy Irons is the bad guy. And I think someone like lets his bees out or drinks his honey or something. But he's going to have to kill all of them. And it looks freaking sweet. <laughs> Killer bees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. to watch this trailer. Yeah, watch that trailer. It's super fun. Super fun. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go over to gaming news. Can you talk about this? Because I have no idea what this is. Yes, I can. Um, so if you're a fan of Crisis Core, which was the PlayStation Portable uh, game. Yeah. Was, um, if you've bought that new remaster, Final Fantasy VII and Square Enix continue to rewrite their own history. 
now with Ever Crisis as well, as they continue to pump out <laughs> Final Fantasy content uh, as we wait for the next Final chapter Fantasy of... Seven content. Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> content. Thank you. Exactly. Um, but we know that in Rebirth that Zach Fair will be getting his own chapter, okay. uh, which is great because he wasn't part of the original game, um, and so stitching all this stuff together. So, like in Ever Crisis, they gave Tifa more of a backstory. Even though it's a gotcha game, it's like they're doing stuff on that game that's expanding the mythos. We expand the mythos in the what was it, Evan Children, you know. So they've done so yep. much stuff yep. and just continued to grow this world, which is an awesome, awesome world. So I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm, I'm and I love Zach Fair. I loved. I loved Crisis Core. It was one of my favorite games on PlayStation Portable. I loved it. I put so many hours into it. It was like their fir- one of their first action RPGs where it's hack and slash. It's awesome. It's rad. Um, Division 3 is confirmed to be in production. It's going to be a long ways off. Not really much known about it. I don't. We've never played these games. No, but I've wanted to. I feel like we should, right? Like, yes. <laughs> we absolutely should. I am pretty sure it might be even on our PS Plus Elite. Yeah, service. yeah. I'm, so I'm sure there's one of them. And they are multiplayer. Now that mm-hmm. I think about it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so if you're, yeah, we right should try. Right. <clears throat> uh, if you're a Division fan, third one's coming. They're just a long ways from it. Um, Time Spinner, uh, which was again another one of those uh, random Kickstarters that I supported. Um, it is getting a sequel and I have not, I did not get too far into this and that's my own fault. It wasn't bad. I just, I just didn't, I just, you know, everything else. No, it, no, I, I, I kind of feel the same. I think I probably picked up another game. Um, I was trying to play this on a side probably, yeah. which I usually do with these, these kind of games if I'm playing a big game. Um, but nonetheless, I remember it being great. Um, and it gets a sequel, so that's even better. Can't wait. Yep. Yeah, so this will be... Yeah, shoot. The game came out in 2018, so uh, it's been a long time coming. We will be getting some Dredge DLC uh, to help you on the starboard side of your game. You like of, this game. Of horror. Yes, I loved this game. Um Another surprise for me this year from the indie side of things. Uh, if you like fishing, if you love Lovecraftian horror, it's just a really neat game. And um, the fishing mechanics are fun. The the boat building is is fun, you know. So it's 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 one of those games, and it has all these different locations. And and I'm and and when I bought it, I bought it as the bonus pack with the DLC. So I've been looking forward to this. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And we have this is I don't know where you found this. So like a aged through blood. Where'd you find this? It, it just it was in my feed. Um, yeah. My, you know what? Remember that game I, I shared with you that was Turbo Kid with the riding the bike and all that platforming and it was the movie. Yeah. I, and I we can't play it. I mean, you could play the demo, but it never came out. And then I'm like, I really need some kind of really cool, excite bike type of game in my life from <laughs> guns and stuff, kind of like Roller Derby was for us. Or what was that? Roller Dome? Roller Dome. Oh, my gosh. These kind of things. Yes. 
this looks great. I and mean, this is insane. I just want to ride around on this crazy bike, shooting guns, like flipping over things, excite bite style, side scrolling, madness. Yeah. That's it. It just reminded me of Rollerdrome. Instead of using Rollerblade, you're on a motorcycle or dirt bike or whatever. Whatever. I don't care. It looks sweet and I want it. And you're a fox. Like, come on. Right. What more do I need? Nothing. Uh, Magic the Gathering is now getting Jurassic Park uh, cards. Uh, we knew oh. they were. We knew they were coming. Yeah. They put out some of the cards so you could look at them, including Ian Malcolm's card um, and some of the dinosaurs. So just kind of a teaser of what's coming. And it's just kind of crazy what what Magic the Gathering has been doing with these collaborations. And then Dominus Rex enters the battlefield. Yes, that's what. Okay, sure. Let's uh, let's see how that happens. Exactly. And then also more Lord of the Rings cards are coming with holiday expansion sets. So okay. if you got well, into I mean, like, that's uh, those. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that those two go together like peas and carrots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so and then finally, we have our Final Fantasy tabletop game line uh, with a game and RPG Final Fantasy seven remake board game materia hunter <laughs> yeah man you can do one-on-ones mm-hmm. or you can do in teams 2v2 um 20 character cards 80 materia cards this is that's that's a lot of stuff so seemingly they went all in uh with that and then also there's a tabletop rpg starter set if you're a final fantasy 14 fan which I'm trying not even go down that that street because I've heard it's one of the greatest MMOs ever. And if yeah. you're a Final Fantasy fan, you'll never. Oh, my friend, he doesn't. He he lives there. Oh, okay. I wonder what he's, rent is I, like. It's probably cheaper than here. Ever left. Oh. Um, well, we'll have to find out uh, that and more. But where do you find us, Chris? Oh, Casey, we are all over the internet's at don't forget defenentertainment.com. Social medias, Instagram and Facebook, DFATENT. Check it out. We have a great podcast network, too. So now Pursuit of Plastic is our its own show. I love it. Uh, <laughs> this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.